When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, possums. This week on Dynasty Tailgate, we dive into the updated big board for college prospects and what to look for. As always, the guru, Billy Manziel, helps us navigate the noteworthy storylines for week three as we buckle in for another wild ride. Let's tailgate. Man, that gets me. That gets me pumped. But How anyway, we saw Texas almost upset Alabama, and my Hawkeyes are still trying to understand what offensive football is. Uh, Billy, what's going on? What's going on? Um, crazy yeah, world? last week was quite frustrating. Alabama is a bunch of frauds, and they need to be upset. And I think that it could happen this year. I, I don't think I, – I said this before the season. I didn't think Alabama was particularly special on the offensive side of the ball. They have Bryce Young, which is he is special by himself, but the rest of the talent in that backfield, the receiving core, the tight ends, it's all average. And this is probably one of the worst Nick Saban offenses he's had in probably 12 to 14 years. I'm trying to think. Julio was there in 08, and it's not been bad since then. So this might be one of the worst, Joe. He's probably going to scrap together another great year, so we have no reason not to expect that, but uh, we're, no, we're wishing for it. No, but the thing is, Joe, they're not going to beat Georgia this time around. Like, they got, you know, they adorably got to, like, whoop down Georgia last year, and I get it. That, you know, definitely was a fun game to watch, but I just, if they play Georgia again, this Georgia team, there's no no way they could beat them. Just no way. Well, I look forward to seeing that then. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's move on to week three. Um, I'm I'm not going to sugarcoat it for anyone out there. The games this week are not great. I, I said I kind of said that last week because like, but there was still some prime matchups even that we like at least got to dive in. We got to see the Will Levis versus Anthony Richardson game, which didn't really live up to the hype. We kind of hoped it would be like a back and forth. It would be intense. Kind of wasn't. Will Levis kind of made a, a bigger move than Anthony Richardson in that game, but whatever. So this week, we're just going to update the big board. Uh, we're going to just go over the players, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers um, that we're looking at and possibly moving players off the board and possibly moving players up the board. So, Joe, without further ado, let's get into the quarterbacks. So the let's first hear, one. Man. So number one, I think, is still Bryce Young. I, I cannot forget what he did last year. I cannot forget what he did in that Texas game because if he if he is an inch or two taller, 
he gets sacked and they lose the football game there when uh, they were driving down the fourth quarter to get that field goal. The final um, drive was insane. I think that it, solidified his at the top yes. of the charts there. Yes. I, I, it's just there's something about him that is very special. And he has proved – like if, if he didn't prove it last year with the players that he – because he had Brian Robinson, he had Jameson Williams, he had like a good swath of talent there. Uh, Mechie was there for most of the year. He had a good, decent swath of talent last year. This year – woof there Jermaine Burton was not that guy on Saturday I know people are going to try to prop him up and we're going to get to him in the wide receiver category because I don't think I'm in on him as much as I was at the beginning um but even like Jameer Gibbs like he's good catching the ball in backfield not exactly doing a big threat through the run game so Bryce Young's kind of having to you know you know he's trying to uh, to wash the dishes and dry them off Joe he's he's doing both things He's manufacturing um, greatness, though. It's- he is. So, so far this year, he has 408 yards, six touchdowns, a 67% completion percentage, zero interceptions, and 138 yards on the ground, as well as one touchdown there. <clears throat> the stats speak for themselves. He has played Texas, which was a hard game. Um, wasn't necessarily the greatest game in the second one uh, as far as throwing the ball, but at the same time, I think I can speak to the fact that his ta- the talent around him is still a work in progress, to say the least. But for for the sake of this podcast, still number one. On to C.J. Stroud for Ohio State. So the first game against Notre Dame, not anything to write home about. He got things back on track last week in his little cupcake matchup. He's got 574 yards, six touchdowns, 69% completion percentage, zero interceptions, and he's not a threat in the run game. He's just simply not. But he's tall. He's 6'4". Um, he's still firmly number two, in my opinion. I still think he might, at the end of the day, be number two or number one in most people's book because of his height, because of just his ability on the field. Um, but, Joe, the, the receivers around him are making him very special. Yes. When you have the type of wide receiver talent, and we saw Harrison just absolutely go off in this one. Um, and then you got JSN there, who we said has just golden hands. So it's hard not to be a good quarterback with this type of offense around you, but he's making it work, and he has the prototype build that all the teams are looking for. I wouldn't be surprised if it does vault him up to one because <laughs> of his build, basically, and how he plays. Yeah, he just has that pro look about him. And like he ha- even has a freshman, I think. Oh, I think he's a freshman, either that or a sophomore, Emika Ibuka. And he's been doing really well. It's good because JSN was hurt in this last game, so he didn't get to play. But it doesn't matter. It's just, you know, next man up. It's kind of like what we thought out, you know, kind of like the old Alabama model where the next wide receiver is just as good as the receiver that's on the field right now. So that's, yeah, something. They just um, turn them out there. They really do. Ohio State and wide receivers, I mean, yeah, they have a long lineage of good wide receivers there. All right, number three for me, uh, a lot of people are probably going to still have Anthony Richardson. I'm not. I'm going Will Levis, Kentucky quarterback. Uh, 505 yards, four touchdowns, 60% completion percentage, and two interceptions. Not a threat in the run game, so there's no rushing to put on the screen. Ah, Joe, it's not that I'm in love with Will Levis. Here's the thing. At the beginning of this season, I thought there was going to be six quarterbacks taken in the first round. And I do very well think that that still could be the case. Um, I think Will Levis is going to end up being a guy that gets into like that, that third spot where it's 
like the Josh Rosen spot. Not saying he's Josh Rosen. I know that I understand that that's, you know, shouldn't say that. Or like Josh Allen was like number seven. I think he'll be in that spot because Mm -hmm. he'll be one of those teams where the team's not bad, but they're just bad enough to maybe need a quarterback change. Probably the Giants this year, if I can be completely honest with you. Um, I think that he kind of fits that mold. He's just a gamer, Joe. He just goes out there and games. He's not necessarily like special at anything. He's more special than Desmond Ritter was last year. That's the comp I used for him. He's not special at anything. He's just good at a lot of things. Will Levis has at least got a pretty good arm. So are we just going to compare him right to Kirk Cousins then? Because exceptional can, at nothing, but very good at lots of things. You know, I can see that. I could, I could see that happening, at least arm talent-wise. I think that that could definitely be exactly what this is, like a, a Kirk Cousins type of situation. So Will Levis has my number three spot. Um, number four. Tyler Van Dyke for Miami. I know that, again, Anthony Richardson hurt me in this last game. So we'll get to him in a second. I have him number five. But Tyler Van Dyke, is, I need to see him play a good defense, which is why I'm glad they're playing Texas A&M this weekend so we can actually see what Tyler Van Dyke looks against, like what he looks like against actual good competition. Uh, 456 yards so far, three touchdowns, 73% completion percentage, and one interception. Um, that obviously that completion percentage is the one that kind of gets you a little, you know, puts a little pep in your step when you see it, but he hasn't really played anybody good yet. So it's kind of like he hasn't, you know, necessarily gotten to play anything past a scrimmage. Absolutely. I mean, it's, I, I, for one have not watched him play at all, but, uh, that completion percentage is interesting. Is he more of a game manager type or is he, well, see last year he was a long bomb, like, big arm throw it down the field a whole lot like you know he had he made charleston rambo the most like i think he had the most receiving yards in one season in miami history wow miami history like you know they've had a lot of good receivers there and he made charleston rambo that guy so but the thing is they haven't he hasn't really done anything impressive this year but he also has you know they haven't lost a game so it's it'll be a good opportunity this weekend to see him against texas a&m see him play in a game where he could, uh, you know, end up being better. Yeah. Solidify himself a little bit. That's for sure. Right. So on to number five with Anthony Richardson, 311 yards, zero touchdowns so far, 52% completion percentage, two interceptions, 110 yards on the ground, three touchdowns in the run game. Um, Joe, it's just, it's so hit or miss with him. It's just hard to like, put past the fact that he cannot throw the ball well it's so hard like even Malik Willis last year and given he was playing at Liberty against Liberty competition but even Malik Willis you kind of at least saw a framework for how the the passing game would work but Anthony Richardson joke and just not throw the ball I, I right there's just there's nothing there he's exciting as heck to watch though absolutely exciting to watch but they literally nothing in the air I mean, it's sad. It, I just, it's so frustrating because you just want him to be better, and he can, he can throw the long bomb. Um, Kentucky was, you know, a tough test for him, obviously, as they end up getting upset. And Utah was also a really good defense, and he had to play that in week one. So maybe as they get into these kind of easier games, we can start actually seeing him develop because you know it's hard to go into your first two games against number seven and then number, well, I think they were number 20 uh, at the time that they played them. But just like those being your first two games is a very difficult test. So I don't think we've seen 
exactly what Anthony Richardson is, but first two tests, I would say he probably, you know, legs wise, he probably ends up being like a B minus, but like the arm is a F. I mean, it's just not, not great. Yeah. And we can see him definitely being overdrafted just because of the dual threat quarterback in today's NFL. So definitely something to keep an eye on there. There, there's definitely something there. All right, I'm going to lump the next couple guys together because I think these are our fringe guys. Um, Hendon Hooker is a good quarterback. He is in his fifth year at Tennessee. He had to sit out because of a transfer situation. Um, he has been very, very good for Tennessee so far this year, but he has been keying in on one specific wide receiver in Cedric Tillman, and I think that kind of skewed the, 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 the yards here a little bit. Um, but I don't think he's bad. I think Hendon Hooker could be a good guy. Devin Leary for NC State finally came back after, you know, he, he did not play good in the first game. He got to play good in the second game. Um, yeah, the first game I thought he was not very not going to be a very good quarterback for this entire season. Second game made have me a little gave me a little bit more of a, a hope in that he's good. Um, I'm probably going to mark off Phil Jerkovec and Spencer Rattler. They're just – they're going to get drafted. They could be good. I just – there's so much to develop there. I just – they're not going to be first rounds for sure, Joe. Yeah, talk about a hype falling off a cliff with Spencer Rattler there. Where, um... Yeah, I don't I don't want to discuss my comp for him from last season because, yep. wow, how mighty have fallen. Um, there's always possibility, man. Okay. You could look like a genius by the end of this. I appreciate you saying that, Joe. Yeah. All right. Uh, the other two that I think are wild cards here are Grayson McCall, 482 yards, six touchdowns, 72% completion percentage, one interception, and he does have 40 yards on the ground as well. Uh, we thought when he lost Isaiah Likely that maybe he would fall off. Turns out, Joe, he might just be a good quarterback. Yeah. It's, you know, we saw a lot from Isaiah Likely and we're seeing him do it in Baltimore right now, but uh, you got to give McCall some credit there. Yeah, and then the last one is Malik Cunningham. Uh, I sent Joe a clip of him uh, last week where he just looks like Lamar Jackson. I mean, he has only 347 yards, zero touchdowns so far, 58% completion percentage, two interceptions, kind of eerily similar to Anthony Richardson, to be honest with you. Uh, 155 yards on the ground and one touchdown, but that one touchdown, Joe, I mean, good God, it was electric. It looked awesome. I mean, I thought you were just sending me a clip of Lamar Jackson. I'm like, what the hell? What is this about? I know it's funny how a Louisville quarterback ends up looking exactly like Lamar Jackson. It's just very strange. A little smaller, right? He is. He is smaller. He is smaller. I I don't. Yeah. He he is not a one to one comp of Lamar Jackson. He's he's like the. I don't even want to say like discount bin version. How about that? Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Let's get on to running backs. This one might be pretty quick, honestly, because I'm not gonna lie, Joe. There has not been a ton of special running backs this year there really has um, not been i know i'm, I'm kind of getting nervous for these drafts because some of these guys are going to have to get drafted as those first couple players in your dynasty league and to for me to tell you which of those players so far is kind of a crapshoot but i'll just cover the ones that i think are are people that we actually should be watching and i'll kind of let the other ones just kind of speak for themselves uh so b john robinson is at the top still he has not been incredibly efficient so far, Joe. I mean, he did play Alabama last week, so like, you know, that is what it is. I am but, shocked at his yards per carry is four point one because all I saw in that Alabama game was him getting to the line and falling forward for two yards. That was yes, abs- and it's hard to do against Will Anderson, but I get it. You know, 
Yes, exactly. I don't see how he's 4.1, but I don't make the stats. Right, exactly. It, it, it's kind of shocking to see. So he only has 128 yards so far through two games. Um, 4.8 yards, one yards for average. Two touchdowns, 31 attempts so far. Six uh, receptions for 118 yards as well. So I think you, you know, you're getting a little bit out of that uh, passing game. That's heavily how he was used against Alabama. Um, I just, I don't know. I, again, I'm just going to keep saying that he's a raw prospect. I just, people are like hoping that he's going to be Saquon Barkley and I hope that too, but guys, Saquon Barkley was like hella special already at the running back position. Bijan Robinson has not shown that same level of specialness. Like, if we're going to compare players one-to-one, they got to kind of be acting one-to-one. And, and I'm not going to compare him to Saquon Barkley because Saquon Barkley was like really freaking good at Penn State. So I'm not, I'm not going to – I can't do it, Joe. I can't do it. I agree with you, man. I'm anxiously awaiting a change in that, though. Yes, me too. I, I, one of these weeks, Joe, one of these weeks it's going to happen. All right, so number two on my big board right now, a lot of people have Jameer Gibbs. I'm not. I'm, I'm off the Jameer Gibbs train, but we'll get into him in a second. Uh, is Zach Evans from uh, Ole Miss. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard-to-recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. 183 yards, 5.9 yards per carry, one touchdown on 31 attempts. Uh, two receptions for 22 yards. Nothing exactly special there. Um, he just looks like a three-down bag. And... At Ole Miss, where they have a new quarterback in Jackson Dart, new tight end, shiny weapon in Michael Trigg. Um, and then Zach Evans comes over from TCU. So they kind of had a, you know, they're kind of playing fantasy football down there in old Ole Miss, where they just get all these pieces together from different teams. Um, he's looked good so far. And I think that he has a very good opportunity to be a three down back at the next level, Joe. Yeah, he's definitely a guy to keep an eye on there. I like the cop of the fantasy team down there because that does kind of seem what they're doing. Yes, it I is. wish my there. Bears would do some of that. Honestly, <laughs> I know. Well, you need to go since uh, sign some NIL deals, Joe. You can yeah. get some players. Okay, uh, next player I want to talk about is Jameer Gibbs. So, 115 rushing yards so far, 6.4 yards uh, per rush, zero touchdowns on the ground, 18 attempts so far, 10 receptions for 79 yards and a touchdown as well. Um, he looks like J.D. McKissick. He talks like J.D. And I'm just saying, you know, I was going to do the the swims like a duck, quacks like a duck, flies like a duck. Must be a duck. But um, Jameer Gibbs does looks like a receiving back, like one of those old school receiving backs. He does not appear to be a good running back. And I don't – I'm the 6.4 yards per rush is very skewed to one 55-yard run that he took. Um, the rest of them have been stopped at the line, stopped at the line, one-yard rush. 
Yeah, I mean, without that, he has how many carries for 60 yards there? <laughs> yeah, I don't think he has. I don't think he has more than two that are over 10 yards. That's He's really 17 weird. for 60. That's uh, yes. not super special there. But yeah, when you look at the stat line, it doesn't show the big picture. When you watch him play, it's it's not special. It's not. And I think that they do have a running back behind him and Jason McClellan. I think that is going to be the running back that they use for most of the season as far as running the ball. But Jameer Gibbs is just not Joe. There was a concern going into the season that I had that he was not overly productive when you gave him the football. And it's only coming to light more and more as the weeks go on that he's just not a good running back. It's just not there. Yeah, hopefully things turn around for him. But, you know, we know Alabama. They've probably got five more guys that could take that spot. Exactly, which is why he should be scared. But, all right, so I'm just going to talk about two more people, maybe three. Um, Zach Charbonnet has only played one game due to injury. Uh, Chip Kelly did say after the game that he could have played in the second game if he was needed, but they were playing a not very good opponent, so they did not use him to get him hurt. 111 yards on that one game, 5.3 yards per rush, one touchdown, 21 on 21 attempts, as well as adding five catches for 36 yards. I thought he could have he could have come out last year and been the three down back in the NFL, Joe. And I don't think he's like I don't think that he's not going to be that this year as well. A lot of people are really down on him, but I think you're just going to get a really good steal in the second round of a draft or third round of a draft where he's going to be available because he's very useful. Yeah, he just looks like a good football player. And we, we know that those guys are usually very productive in the NFL. So excited to see him. I, I got to um, hear. I got to hear Tank, man. Okay. Well, we'll get into Tank. Then. Oh, I'm Tank, so excited. Tank Bigsby uh, for Auburn. First game, good. Second game, not as good. Uh, 198 yards uh, rushing, 6.8 yards per average, three touchdowns 29 on 29 attempts, five catches for 31 yards. I think Tank is solid. There's just a few decision-making issues in the game that I, I think he needs to clean up. He needed to clean them up last year as well as far as, like, game awareness. But I think this year he just – that is the one piece missing from the puzzle. Yeah, but he is uber-talented. He is. And he's a hard he runner, is. and I love watching it. He's going to be valuable at the next level. I will never not be a Tank Bigsby fan. I get it. All right, one more running back. We're going to talk about Mo Ibrahim for Minnesota. So he had a catastrophic injury last year that we thought maybe Mo would be done. I thought I did not know if he'd be back or playing any more football. Well, Joe, he is laughing in our faces. 262 yards on the ground so far, 6.0 yards per rush, four touchdowns four on 44 attempts, two catches for 13 yards. Joe, I know the injury is a main concern from last year. I think he could be back. I think with the stat line and how he looks out there, he is back. I mean, back when he was playing for Minnesota, I absolutely loved everything I saw from him. How old is he now? Um, yeah, well, that that's part of the problem. So he's twenty, I think four by the time the draft starts. Um, or may, he might be twenty three, and he will be twenty four in the middle of the NFL season next year. So a little old, I get, but you know, special. Oh, no, I'm not saying anything bad about his age. It just seems like he's been playing for the better part of a century here. He, We're getting there. We are yeah. we are getting there slowly but surely. Okay, let's move on to the wide receivers. We'll end there. Um, I'm saving this for last because there's a lot of uncertainty at this position right now. Um, there are some special players in here. They just haven't shown it yet, Joe. I, I don't know how else to say it. Hardly so I'm gonna, any. I'm going to kind of lump these first 
uh, five together as the well, Jordan Addison is going to get his own situation, but JSN has only played one game, two receptions for three yards. Uh, Kayshawn Boot has played two games, but he only has seven receptions for 62 yards. Quentin Johnson's played both games, five receptions for 44 yards so far. Woof. Uh, and Josh Downs, I guess he he missed the last game, but he has nine receptions for 78 yards and two touchdowns. Um, Josh Downs only lumping into this because he has an injury now that we need to be monitoring. But, Joe, these are all Bentleys, Cadillacs, like, and they're just not getting uh, used properly, it appears. Yeah, no, these guys are all really exciting. Um, we know what they can do, and we know what they're going to be for the most part. We just, you know, got to see something turn around on these offenses, get them more involved, because these guys are what we are really excited about this year. At least I am. I can't speak for you. but Yeah, no, the same. And, I mean, we expect Kayshawn Booty and Quentin Johnson to be fine in the NFL. Their offenses are just that bad where – you, you would hope that they would elevate them above where they are right now, but it's just not happening yet. And Quentin Johnson on TCU, brother, I am so sorry that you're having to put getting put through that. LSU, I think, can at least salvage their season. TCU looks bad on offense, and I, I can't really do much for that. Uh, JSN and Josh Downs will be fine. They are just currently injured, and – Injury, we'll, we'll be monitoring that these injuries as the season goes on, but at the, for the time being, can't really put much on tape, Joe, if you're not out there. Josh Downs did fine in that first game, but he didn't play in the second game. Yeah, well, Josh Downs looked really good the first game, and that offense in general looks really good, so it's going to be exciting to get him back on the field. Yeah, he, he lucked out and getting Drake May, too, because Drake May looks really good. Yeah, he does. Okay, so we'll skip around down the list. So, Jermaine Burton, I'm going to put him in the cross-off category. Seven receptions so far for 45 yards. He does have two touchdowns, but he's not particularly, uh, you know, it's it just seems like he's kind of like the first option for Bryce Young, and so, like, he just has to throw it to him. But I don't – I'm not really excited about Jermaine Burton. He's not put anything on tape that I'm like, man, he is going to be an excel at the next level. Yeah, and it could be like a Jameer Gibbs and him, like they could – show us something it's still early in the season so i'm not ready to completely write him off but as of right now yeah we can cross him off this list yeah well and, and he did transfer from georgia so he has only been there this off season so it, it is still you know kind of kind of like how i'm saying jameer gibbs is still a work in progress because transfers do take a minute to uh get in there but so far eh, not not feeling the greatest about it um all right, looking down, we got Marvin Mims, 10 receptions, 244 yards, and two touchdowns. He looks really special. A lot of people had him mocked in the first round, and I don't think he's done anything so far to doubt that. Uh, Marvin Mims has played with, like, three different quarterbacks now. So he's played with Caleb Williams. He's played with Spencer Rattler. He's played with now with uh, Dylan Gabriel at Oklahoma. So he's been able to excel with everyone except for Spencer Rattler. So I'm, you know. I'm I'm positive he can be good. Is it shocking that he's not thriving with Spencer Rattler? <laughs> well, he he, he he looking back, it was shocking, and yeah. I don't know. I I have thoughts on the offensive coordinator of that program last year. Um. All right. So and then Jacob Cowing, I do want to mention him. 16 catches for 198 yards and four touchdowns. He's a very good possession receiver. 
Um, he's not really going to blow the doors off any, anything. Like he's, you know, he's not going to be the 74 yard bomb guy at the next level. I don't think, but I think he could be a guy that you can definitely do some check down passes to at the next level, maybe a slot receiver, Joe. Absolutely. All right. We're going to move down. So I have more players in the top 10, like Anaya Smith. Didn't like how he looked in last game because that offense is dreadful. Rakeem Jarrett, he looks solid, but I still need to see more from him. Parker Washington is on a bad offense in Penn State. Shocker, Penn State with a bad offense. It seems to be the, the story of the, the their lives these last couple of years. But we're going to skip down to the people that I'm watching that were not on my, my not on my watch list before the season, but have elevated themselves into the watch list, Joe. And that is Zay Flowers from Boston College. So he was on the watch list last year, but I thought he was kind of dead and buried. But turns out, maybe not. 14 receptions, 196 yards, and three touchdowns. Um, I, I like him a lot at Boston College. Uh, the other one is Bryce Ford Wheaton from West Virginia. Uh, 20 receptions so far, 249 yards and four touchdowns. He just he looks electric. I am really excited for his prospects. I don't know. Did not really have much on the Bryce Ford Wheaton. Uh, you know, didn't really have him on the watch list or what wasn't even aware that he was like this good of a wide receiver. And it turns out, Joe, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, watching him, I watched some of the highlights of him. He looks pretty awesome. I am totally off of West Virginia wide receivers after Kevin White screwed me and my Chicago <laughs> Bears. So I can't put it all on Kevin White, but it, it honestly, Joe, job. Bryce Ward Wheaton sounds like a future Bears wide receiver. I just it, it does, yeah. Yeah. Eight hundred uh, yards, four touchdowns. Yeah. I can see it. Uh all right. Cedric Tillman is fifteen receptions, two hundred and thirty yards, and one touchdown for the Tennessee Volunteers. He he is really good. And there is currently a promotion, Joe, at the Tennessee ball games. If he catches, I think it's two touchdowns in a game. Everybody in the stadium gets something. I, f- I forget what the promotion is, but he is that like involved with that program to where they have a, a special uh, thing for him. That's a beautiful thing. I might have to go down to the game, see if I win something. Yeah. I like free stuff. Well. I forget what, the, man, I can't remember the free thing. It's like donuts or something. I don't know. It's something oh, free like donuts. Yeah, it's something like that. Know. It's something where you like, you get like two free like donuts or something. I don't know. I don't, I can't remember. I probably needed to get that before I started the podcast, but here we are. All right, Xavier Hutchinson for Iowa State, 19 receptions, 226 yards, four touchdowns. Um, The only problem I have is that Iowa State wide receivers tend to burn me at every turn, it feels like. Alan Lazard was the first. Um, Damn, I can't even remember the second guy because he he was a wide receiver that turned into a tight end. Um, I can't remember what that guy's name was. but he burned me as well, and I don't—I I just don't know if I can trust another Iowa State wide receiver, uh, Joe. I just think in general, you know, Iowa just doesn't understand offense outside of tight ends. Um, and now that he is a wide receiver, who knows? Yeah, I—I I feel bad because I, I don't want to take him again. But you know, here here we go. We might we might be there. Um, <laughs> it oh, is uh, Moonshine Mountain Cookies is the Cedric that's what it is. Cookies. Boy. Yes, yeah. there you go. And the name I was thinking of was Hakeem Butler, by the way, from Iowa State. Um, he burned me so many drafts that season, and I hope Xavier Hutchinson does not follow down that path. I was all in on Hakeem Butler, man. I mean, he – I don't even want to get into it. He looked perfect. All right, yeah. last player on the list is A.T. Perry for Wake Forest. Um, he looks – real. I mean, 
as soon as Sam Hartman came back, he was um, amazing. I mean, eight receptions, 189 yards and one touchdown so far. But the thing is, like, A.T. Perry is that guy that's going to catch the long bomb and take it to the house. Like, that is this is your guy. If you if you like those kind of plays and need those kind of plays on your team, A.T. Perry is that guy. And Wake Forest offense is just so electric that he's going to have every opportunity to show that he is a good wide receiver at the next level. This man's first name is a Torian, which is just a phenomenal first name. I mean, talk about Roman soldiers and stuff. That is that's a perfect name. I like it. I might name my kid that. <laughs> it is a good name. Okay. Well, those are our updates so far. Um, I I have been a little underwhelmed, Joe, after pushing everyone into the 2023 first round basket. I told you, but the thing is, Joe, there's so many lottery tickets here. I mean, just to like think of these names, we got JSN, Jordan Addison, Kayshawn Booty, Quentin Johnson, Josh Downs, that could all be first round wide receivers. Uh, you still have Bijan Robinson. I still think Zach Evans. I still think Zach Charbonnet are all first round running backs. Um, and then if you need a quarterback, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, and then whoever would be number three, I think all are going to be, I think there's at least going to be four, maybe five first round uh, quarterbacks in the actual NFL draft. So that's going to make them valuable in possibly your draft, because I still think that you're going to have a lot of value there. And then we haven't, we didn't even touch the defense, Joe, and there's a lot of good defensive players uh, this year as well that are going to be available. So I still think those 2023 first that you collected like infinity stones are still going to be mad useful in this next off season. So don't, don't panic just because the stats might not be reflecting exactly how good these players are. Absolutely. There's going to be value here. And we know that people are going to vault up these boards kind of come out of nowhere. It happens every year. And uh, we're going to be here to point those guys out for you. So they're not strangers by the time that you draft. Exactly. All right. That is it for the tailgate this week. Follow me at ombre vendor on Twitter. Follow Joe at OP Joe. And that is two E's on the end of that on Twitter as well. Follow offensive points. Go listen to Offensive Points. If you need a little fix of fantasy football, that is where we talk all fantasy football. We break down every game. We talk all the news, notes, everything in between. Um, but this is all about the draft. The draft is coming whether you like it or not. So every week we are going to be breaking down these players and trying to get you prepared for next NFL draft season. So, Joe, get us out of here. Guys, it's been fun riding with you. So go out and tell. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.